well, hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Eric. Hey. Hello, <laughs> Mark. Here we are, back at it. Once, once again, right? Once again into the fray. With what? us, we got our sweet, lovable, number one fan. Cherubic. Christian Cherubic. Oh, Cherubic. What does that mean? I heard like Trubic, and I was like, what's a Trubic? He looks like a cherub. Yeah. Oh, like, like a little baby, baby little Like cheeks. a little baby uh, angel. Yeah, I can get behind that. Okay, okay. And we also got Sam. Yeah. Here on this Welcome. special episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More fallen angel than Chaos Undivided. Oh, yeah. Undivided, yep. Episode 76 today, Chaos Undivided. Um, so, really, that just means we're going to be talking about Chaos, which is good. And, yeah, and um, the fact that it's Undivided. Exactly. So. Right. Which is great for uh, return stock portfolios. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so. Invest, invest now. Yeah. Buy, buy, buy. Uh, buy, sell, stocks, bonds. <laughs> Bear, <like> bull. <laughs> Fancy words, smart man. Market research. Big brain. Market uh-huh. research. Spreadsheets. <laughs> Statement. Financial statements. Graph. Net worth. <laughs> Money. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you been saving for retirement? <laughs> Just like follow it. Lorehammer's easy <laughs> chaos undivided episode. We'll, we'll get you set. Wow, that's it. I was wondering how long it would take us to railroad, and apparently it's 15 seconds. It's nice. It's real nice. So, um, yeah, we have a couple things we want to get into before we actually start uh, this episode. Yeah, first one is uh, the Liba Malleus. Uh, this is now the second week that I've had this open. We're like half sold out now. So uh, the concept is we're doing a Lorehammer official chapter. Uh, we have a bonus episode. Go listen to it if you want to learn more information. Um, but yeah, we're building a Lorehammer chapter, and you can be a part of that. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, you get Uncle to... Mark wants you. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, you can email us or Facebook us or whatever to get a hold of us, and I'll send you a link. Then you can look what's available and follow all the steps and whatever. But uh, yeah, you'll get to name your model, write a backstory for your model, and be uh, forever entombed in my garage as a Libra Malleus Marine. Entombed. Bro- Brother entombed. Syphilis. That's yeah. an interesting choice of words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know, you too can be buried in Lorehammer's backyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In shame. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of that, uh, go join. Uh, it it helps the podcast and it's a cool uh, cool project we're doing because it'd be cool to go to a tournament and take this shitty army. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> win. I would but not it would win. Look cool. It would look sweet. And, and you bring I'm your like, book with you. Oh yeah, yes, shows yeah. all the backstory of everyone who's like submitted story for their. And everyone their that dies, guy. you just tear their sheet in half and you <laughs> buy a new one. You, yeah, you exactly. cover it with like red paint and then like mm-hmm. scrape redacted <laughs> into the paper. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Guys, if you want to participate in the Libra Malleus, make sure you snap up it quick. Yeah. They'll yeah. go fast. And then we can uh, worry about building them, painting them, and then starting another campaign. Whew, there's a lot to build and paint. So, yeah. But but it'll be good. Yeah. We, we have no other projects that we're working on right no, now, no, so no, it's fine. No, it's not like Adamus just dropped and everyone has 50, 80, sorry, 80 Necron Warriors to build. <laughs> sorry. 140? No, 160. One uh, more? One. More? <laughs> Too many. Um, but You don't want to invest in Necron stock. Right? No, no. Definitely <laughs> crashing. Flooded. Yeah. Too many. It's a bear market. Too many people <laughs> on the Necron uh-huh. market. Um, so, also, before we get That's in, we just... That's offensive. Former people. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too many things. <laughs> um, so un- just a couple reminders again before we actually get in. Uh, guys, if you haven't, check out our Patreon. You know, yeah. uh, We do, uh, for $2, you get access to the video feed of what we're doing right now, uh, which is enjoyable. You get to see Christian's, what, what's the word? Cherubic? Cherubic. Cherubic cheeks. face. Yeah. His cheeks, I mean, sorry. Just the um, cheeks. The yeah. rest of his <laughs> the face. Rest of the face. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice. Um, go check out Redbubble if you're looking to buy some merchandise. And uh, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, Discord, Twitter, whatever. Yeah. And um, um, so we did just update our YouTube library. It's, <laughs> it's to where we're current now. We're just a couple episodes behind because... Uh, we're also releasing videos on like a, a time lag. Yeah. So um, if you want to stay up to date, you gotta check out our Patreon. If yeah, you're willing yeah, to yeah. wait, then and having ridiculous amounts of patience when you yeah. don't need to because it's so cheap. Yeah. For Patreon for two dollars. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, check out YouTube as well because we're we're trying to make a presence on there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to get YouTube. That YouTube. The YouTube. The YouTube. Buy sell. Monetization. (laughs) Unboxing. (laughs) Unboxing videos. Uh, You could win $10,000. Every week it's just Eric unboxing more. (laughs) It's another warrior box. I I cut one more warrior out of a sprue. That's our daily uh, algorithm video is me building one more warrior. minutes of you building it. And it's dead silent. You just Just, hear him breathing. I'm just humming, (laughs) yelling at the cats behind me. Get away. Go, kitty. Bad kitty. Um, it's nice. Yeah, go check out our YouTube channel if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but without further ado, uh, I think we should step into episode 76. Chaos Undivided. Yeah. Oh, look at that great Chaos Star. Uh, you can tell it's a Chaos Star by the number of points it has. Eight points. Eight points. And one for every di- point. <laughs> That's right. Yep. That's it is. Eight, eight points in each... Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so we've done episodes on chaos before and, yeah. and demonhood and worshiping chaos and boons and Yeah, we've done almost a bunch like of it was the first episode even. <gasps> was it? Well, we've oh, done a couple um <gasps> all pertaining to to the warp and the to warp. chaos. But this one specifically is going about the servants of chaos that haven't picked one of the main four yeah. Gods. Yeah, that was one thing. We got an email where somebody is like, "When are you guys going to talk about undivided?" Or, undivided, you mean? Un- uh-oh. <laughs> I blew Uh-oh. my cover. <laughs> that guy's not in the know. He said it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said it. The email clearly... said it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, this episode, it, it Chaos Undivided works very differently than just normal chaos. Like, you're chaos. not... <laughs> chaos Sorry. Undivided works really different than Chaos Regular. <laughs> I'll take it away. Take it away. So Clearly let's... You're, uh... Well, yeah, I mean, better at this than me. We don't really need to go over more. We can just go right into the notes. Uh, serving chaos is our first category. So, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I want to pull my own eardrums. Out. I'm not going to be able to say it correctly after this. It's just going to be too fast. Anyways, so worship, devotion, and usage of the ruinous powers is nothing new to the galaxy. This isn't a 10,000-year-old problem. It's nope. been since as soon as the existence of the warp. Yep. You know, Chaos has been worshipped. <laughs> um, and all manner of creatures have devoted their life to Chaos. Chaos is not a humanity-only problem. Yeah, a a yeah. lot of people seem to think, just from like a human-centric point of view, that 
humanity is like the only worshiper of chaos out there. Yeah. Not all humans. <laughs> yeah, but not only humans, you know? Like, but uh, well, they might be the most numerous, yeah. but they're definitely not the only ones. No, no. And like even when you go through like lists of demon princes and stuff, you never see like, holy shit, an Eldar demon prince. Yeah. But that would totally happen. That of could course. potentially totally happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's not a human only thing um, to follow to worship chaos. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the dark Eldar kind of like, aren't they sort of de facto chaos um, worshippers? No, no they yeah. were very opposed to it. Weren't they like spawned by Slanesh or something, if I'm remembering? So, quick side derail. Sidebar, here. yeah. <laughs> quick That's side why I'm here. here. <laughs> this one will be good because. And it's going to get worse. I won't have to worry about making sure I'm saying the right words because we're now talking Eldar. But yeah, so like the Eldar Empire, they. they you mean were, Eldari? God damn it. God damn it. I'm going home. Uh, so they, they created their own empire and then uh, they started fucking around and doing all the heat. They gave into excessive they started having a good time. They had a good time. Too good of a time <laughs> yeah. for too long. So a third of the empire was destroyed at the birth of, of Slanish, another third. Which is an important distinction because even another race created a chaos god. So yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. human centric. Yeah. So. A third of the race was destroyed when the the Eye of Terror opened up, which was Slanish's birth. Another third fled on Craft Worlds, and then another third, those aren't exact numbers, but then another third are um, the original kind of pleasure cults, and they were the Dark Eldar. So, yeah, they weren't birthed out of it, but they birthed they're like a byproduct kind of changed right, right. Yeah. at that moment but the the big thing is like so because every, of their monkeying with chaos in the war correct right? yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. chaos but chaos um, <laughs> how dare i how, how dare, dare you <laughs> but yeah like uh now now dark eldar like any eldar when they die they get devoured by slanish so they're not actually worshiping chaos at all in they're, fact they're pretty terrified yeah oh and, that's right yeah and opposed to it yeah it, it, it's like their number one concern is avoiding but the, in a weird way yeah. like I, I know it's kind of like weird but like by feeding other people's souls in a way they're kind of like yeah they're well it's selfish they're just saving themselves <laughs> right they, i know but kinda... like okay if you're feeding <laughs> a bear if, if the bear is your enemy yeah and i throw you in front of me you're yeah. still feeding the bear you're it's different it's it different yourself. because we can kill a bear sure yeah. we can deal with the bear how are you mm -hmm. supposed to deal with something that is right but beyond like I said, your in, comprehension in a way they're almost not serving yeah them, yeah but just by throwing other souls in the, yeah. in the maw instead of their own yeah in, well, a, in a sense you know like you're deaf i think you're Balance right i just i don't be, think yeah. they care yeah. right I, they sure. don't care what method they use to protect their own souls they'd probably literally make they probably make sacrifices to Slanesh all the time in slanesh's name just to avoid their own soul. right so but, they are so in kind a way of it's worshiping. almost yeah exactly yeah but not though. But are right. But not. But, are. but not. So but, I think that perfectly are. sums up point one: uh, worship, devotion, and usage yeah. of ruinous powers is nothing new to the galaxy, and all manner uh, of creatures have devoted their life to chaos. Do you want to talk about some ways that um, humans from Terra have uh, worshipped chaos? Um, well, at one point during the Dark Ages, they didn't uh, clean up all their shit. And That's right. They, uh, and created the chaos. By the way, <laughs> so. I'm, I meant to bring this up. Have you guys been saying your prayers to Nurgle at night? I feel like uh, that's pretty I've been important. I've my sacrifices. Okay, good. So. Look at my body. I am a vessel of Nurgle. <laughs> I don't need to pray to him anymore. So just while we've got the, the picture of the, the star of chaos or whatever it is, uh, 
Have you guys heard of the book Lieber Null? No. No, I have not. I've heard about Lieber Malleus, and I know you can buy a model of that. That's right. Become a part of that. N-U-L or N-A-L? N-U-L-L. There's two L's. Null. The book of nothing in in the Latin. So that was a, a, it's a real life Terra book about chaos magic is it really <laughs> it really is yeah and yeah. The, the logo is uh, yeah exactly. and it's and I, I actually looked it up today because it's been a while since i read it and i double checked the uh, number of stars points on the star you mean yeah the number of points on that star and it is it is it's eight. something about the cardinal directions i know no no, no. Eight, the eight <laughs> is supposed to represent infinite possibility yes I, yeah i then think there should be infinite points it's just well, like it's, it's they're like it. the, te- okay the number there technically eight. are infinite points of symmetry in a circle right and that's what they're representing sure, yeah. is that it doesn't matter where you go on the and circle eight is two in, there's an infinity symbol yeah. yeah i don't know if that's the, there's a lot of symbolism in magic. sure yeah the gathering so when i was <laughs> when i was scanning over the book today before coming doing my my research i could not find a specific like um selling your soul to a dark being uh spell within the book it, so i won't be new telling age magic or is it old magic because new agey magic is not really about selling your soul to the devil. It it's, dep- it's much more about like other manifestations. It's Don't complicated. <laughs> I'm not going to get too It's a very meticulous science. It'd be interesting <laughs> to read. Yes, it's very real. It is fun uh, to read. I, yeah. I do recommend it. Well, okay. Let's, <laughs> let's get to is, point two. <laughs> I have a game to play, though. <laughs> so, um, back onto serving chaos. Chaos. The intention, and this is going to be a, a wordy sentence. Uh, the, As all sentences are. <laughs> yeah. They can have they, words in them. They are made they are composed of all right. words. I can feel the sarcasm. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, Point the, two. <laughs> the intention of the actions of an individual will determine the direction of their worship. Yeah, that's a very big thing. So every action has a ripple in the warp because everything is based on our... The warp is based on our effect on it, and, and yeah. the the way we affect it is by having emotions and, and feeling My things, emotions. feeding our emotions into this other realm. Yeah. So, if every action has a ripple, and the warp beings they then absorb this emotional effect based on the intention of that being that performed it. In a perfect world, yeah. this would mean that. Um, if I sacrifice something in the name of corn, corn receives a hundred percent of that sacrifice in whatever yeah. manner is proportional in the warp. Yeah, I got a good uh, is it an analogy that could really simplify this up. Okay, so water, we all know water, right? Yikes. Okay, so just imagine <laughs> you're no, no, just imagine you're at a swimming party, a pool party with corn, Chinch is there, Nurgle's there, Slanesh is there, and all four of those chaos gods are in different corners of the pool, right? And you, with your emotion, you're in the middle, and you slap down, and it creates the ripple. It kind of it kind of feeds everything in the pool. It just ripples out, kind of feeds everything. Yeah, all of As them opposed, at some point are going to get hit by the ripple. Yeah, yeah, and other things in the pool also will get hit by this ripple. Um, but when you are intentional with your actions you can then instead of doing a ripple 
you do a splash and you're splashing corn. Yeah. So you can actually then direct your feelings towards a specific god and they get more power. This is actually an amazing analogy. (laughs) Especially because... I'm I'm full of... When it comes to warp analogies, I'm in it. This is my element. So So I'm water-based. We can take it it further then and also explain the fact that you said there's other entities in the pool with you. They're Mm -hmm. just too small. And in your act of splashing, splashing is difficult to make sure it only goes in a single area, right? Yep. So it's possible that Nurgle gets a tiny little bit of that splash yeah, as even we're giving it to corn got 90 percent of it and yeah got a little drop and it's well. possible that For a sure. bunch of other entities also happen to touch upon some of that ripple that the splash effect that you're creating in the pool so we we know that we affect who is powerful in the warp yeah and our intention should serve as a a channel to that person yeah but yeah and and this help helps explain too, like why guardsmen when they're killing and defending for the imperium they're not actually serving corn yeah so they're not actually powering up corn with every um every person they kill kill. because it's not an intentional thing for corn yeah this is a ripple this is something that we actually went over really like it took us a solid amount of time to be happy with how we were describing this yeah really um but it goes so in one of those we wrote in this way Killing in the name of the emperor does not consign you as a follower of corn. Yeah. You're not just because, you know, if, if you kill and sacrifice in the name of something, um, while the terror and blood and power can still be accepted by corn as worship in some way. Yeah. Um, he may, he probably has no claim to your soul as the action is not performed in his name. And yeah. I think that's another thing that people forget a lot about is when you start when you become like a worshiper of chaos chaos yeah. and you start performing actions in that god's name that god claims you as their own in the same way that slanesh has claimed all eldar exactly as its own you know like you become a follower of corn like nurgle you know has it's claimed cl- us <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nur- Nurgle doesn't have a claim on your soul. You know, your your corn's property, and when you die, you presumably go to Corm's realm to constantly be beat the crap out of by demons Valhalla. forever. Mm. Well, that's a form of Valhalla. <laughs> it's not a nice one, but yeah, it's it's almost like having there was beer in Valhalla. <laughs> it's only blood drinks. It's almost like a form of protection. If you devote yourself to something else. Sure, sure, sure. So devoting yourself to the emperor does offer you some form of protection in the afterlife or for your actions to not be drastically given to chaos. And I actually really like the how this conclusion that we've come to really. Yeah, yeah. Can there be like benevolent gods of chaos? Yeah, chaos? absolutely. There's, absolutely. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's. I know any there's reason... there's Nurgle's pet um, guinea pig, who's a Isha, goddess, Isha. Isha, who he infects. Uh, he tests out his biological <laughs> yeah. weapons on, and yeah. that would be like I think a decent example of benevolent. We just don't know exactly what Isha is. Yeah, okay. she might be a warp entity. She might. She not. might not be. She might have existed in the mortal realm before yeah, but, the warps. So, but to your question, yes, like the warp is full of unknown entities and some of them could potentially be good there could be the god of hope out there there could be the god of 
Just there's no hope in 40k, so they're very underpowered. Yeah, that's yeah, very that's, ex- that's a very good thing. Is yeah, that nobody has. It's a good hope. thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> Interesting. It was a good. That's a good way to bring it back. Is the fact that there is very little hope in 40k, <laughs> which is why you don't really see many of the benevolent gods. Yeah, because no. there's just not a lot of good things. <laughs> it's not a nice place. It's only bad. And by the in the opposite direction, there's also like mindless beasts that live in the warp just as yeah. much right yeah like, there's a lot of things that live in yeah. the warp uh, so like an ocean with lots of sea creatures <laughs> ah, <laughs> you stay real. away from the water it's his domain he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna sue you over that <laughs> so um but often enough creatures in the materium so in Real reality space. yeah will seek out warp beings and entities and treaties with them uh, trading acts for boons and blessings. So actions performed in this manner would be considered, is what we would consider a direct fuel source for the gods that they've chosen to worship. You're at that pool party and you're splashing change. You're, you're just, just only splashing yeah, change. You're, you're ignoring everything else. Exactly. He's loving it. He's, He's like, loving it. Yeah. He's got like, yeah, so much like chunk giddy, giddy girl. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. I don't yeah. put me in a pool. I'm, I'm he gets on that. top of Nurgle's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gets on top of yours. <laughs> start having yeah. a, you guys are such a, can fight. a happy uh, version of the warp. <laughs> it's just a swimming pool. Oh, yeah. well, I pissed in it. <laughs> oh, no. That's why it's purple. <laughs> ah. So <laughs> creatures who are... Um, you know, once again, anyone can go and serve chaos. So infinite they, number of reasons. Yeah, exactly. They might be hurt. They might be super ambition. They might be disillusioned. Uh, they could just be ha- power hungry, or even just plain old, you know, evil or hopeless or hopeless. And sure. they do it for a good reason. Like I want to save my family, and this is sure. I think the only way I know how. Yeah, yeah. I want to so- release myself from the boot of. The capitalist patriarchy of the Imperium and uh-huh. to start a revolution. There's a disease that's spread across the world. That's COVID nineteen. We <laughs> gotta everybody. kill ourselves. COVID nineteen. Uh-huh. We can. Nurgle will save us. Uh-huh. Okay. Actually, though, I was reading about Open the Libernal. <laughs> Bring him forth. You said it, so now I'm going to read. This is either a quote from a Chaos Space Marine or a quote from uh, Libernal. Okay. Uh, I owe Horus, Horus, Horus to me, come. Okay, I I have my guess. I'm saying Lieber Null. I think so. That was a layup. Yeah. I was hoping the Horus would throw yeah. you. Yeah. Horus is a pretty prominent figure in magic. It just had though. one too many Horuses. <laughs> you should be like, ah, yeah. No, you should have added a quote, like, quote, eighth captain oh, of the right. Luna Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. So lots of lots of different creatures have used chaos, um, even as an end to their own goal in their life. Yeah. However, they got there doesn't really matter. We actually did a whole. Uh, we called it Chaos Ascendant, and it was episode thirty where we talk about um, we, how to serve chaos yeah, and why they would do why it, would the, do the it. benefits, yeah. you know. all that kind of stuff. So if yeah. you're looking for that... Um, That's actually a really sweet episode. It was good, uh, yeah. We talk about Ascension as well, yep. right? Yeah. yeah like That's one of actually... my favorite moments is when we were researching Demon <laughs> Ascension. Yeah, like the it's whole... Just, it's like, pretty well spelt out in yeah, 40K, like which is cool. The ritual of it and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but in that episode, we talk specifically about the big four chaos gods. Um, 
Anthrax, Metallica, <laughs> Slayer. That's the big four. <laughs> but uh, being that there are many different entities in the warp, choosing the right one for you and your lifestyle is the biggest <laughs> choice you can make. It really is because a lot of times once you choose one, yeah. you're kind of stuck. Oh, yeah. There's not really any yeah. like, take they, They're very jealous gods. You know, yeah. As soon as they have their hooks in you... You better be offering something absolutely amazing for them to kind of relinquish you and give them freedom, right? So, it, but it seems to me once you're in their game, you're in, yeah, and there's no much. leaving. Yeah. So how does that work for the undivided part? Because aren't all the go- chaos gods sort of always fighting each other in the great game? In the great yeah. game, yes. So if you're serving chaos, chaos well, un- undivided, aren't you? Yeah. There's definitely, and we we will talk a lot about this later. But there's some serious drawbacks of being undivided. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also very big um, benefits for being undivided as opposed to choosing a single god. So we yeah. will go into it. It just happens a little later. Yeah. Um, so we talk about uh, specifically the big four in that episode. But there are many different entities in the warp. And uh, oh, I've read that line. We're at this one. Yeah. So we know we know how to follow the big four. Like you know, if you're corn, go go around murdering things. Like we know how to follow them. But not everyone wishes to worship a god of the pantheon, or maybe that god has refused your worship. Mm-hmm. But there are innumerable lesser warp entities that exist in the warp and feed off the actions of mortal races. A follower might be incredibly selfish in nature and seek out an entity for a small price that allows the follower to revel in even more of their own selfishness. Yeah, it's so, so there might literally be a god of or an entity of selfishness out yeah. there, or someone like, someone who's just attracted attracted yeah. to that feeling, right? Yeah. So, and there might even be fifty that are all attracted sure. to selfishness. Yeah, yeah, and that's the right? other thing. Like, uh, there are crossovers between different entities. Same emotions can fuel multiple entities. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, chaos undivided, though undivided. It's the most pure form of chaos in the galaxy. It eschews the worship of a singular warp entity to instead praise chaos itself. Yeah, that's definitely the pure form of chaos undivided. Um, The way that it's kind of spelt out in codexes and in books and by the Imperium itself is a little different. Yeah. Um, They add a couple other categories and we will specifically talk about all of them. Yeah. But... Definitely Chaos Undivided in our minds is abandoning the idea of worshipping a single god of the pantheon and yeah. instead embracing much different ideas. Yeah. So. yeah. so there are three main ways, though, um, that a follower of Chaos may be classified under the Chaos Undivided banner. And this is a thing... It's an in-universe yeah, this, this is the Imperium thing that I was literally yeah, just talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So the first way... Um, that the Imperium categorizes somebody as a Chaos Undivided follower is worshipping two or more of the four Chaos Gods. Uh, The next one is worshipping a lesser entity in the warp. And the third one is using the power of Chaos as a means to their own end. So they're not even worshipping at all. While attempting to give as little worship as possible Mm -hmm. to any particular warp being. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the three main ways. We're going to go into them further in detail. So the first one, worshipping two or more of the four chaos gods. To some, the whole chaos pantheon is worthy of praise and devotion. Each god is an entity beyond comprehension, beyond mortal abilities, and beyond the laws of the universe. 
Yeah, it's there's like the idea that how could you possibly pick just one when all yeah. of these beings are worthy yeah. of your devotion and attention. It's chaos so. undecided. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it kind of is, but it's also I think it's more of like a macro view, right? It's yeah. saying that anything I do should serve chaos because chaos is the ultimate goal in the galaxy, right? So it it seems a little more like someone stepped back and looked at the bigger picture yeah, and decided that no, chaos no. was going to win regardless. So it doesn't matter who I worship. I might as well just worship everything. So, yeah. Or at least that would be my understanding of it. Yeah, and to a certain extent in the lore, isn't it like kind of like the chaos gods? They're really sort of only metaphors for things that are in the immaterium. Uh, yes and no. They also do exist. But they do. I, I know like you can battle them and stuff yeah. and they have like their palaces inside chaos and but that's they, like all they've filtered through our perceptions yeah, kind yeah. of right yeah yeah well, absolutely they don't they're not really like that's the warp that's a picture of the warp right that, and then you can put your own perception on that yeah that's um, what i'm saying there and are so some so the warp itself is almost what you're worshiping yeah when yeah it's chaos undivided yeah um, there are like small like breaks in the warp where like reality is a little stronger, like demon worlds and stuff, or even just the chaos realms. Yeah, chaos like the realms, chaos palaces sure. that they sure. have, like Nurgle's Garden. That's yeah. a real place, or like Zeech's yeah. labyrinth. Yeah, you know you can go there and work through it. So it's they are metaphors, but they're also real. There are instances of like Scarbrand tried to kill corn yeah you know and that's not like a human experience that was scarbrand's experience trying to fight corn and he hit him with his axe and only put sure. like a tiny little like chink in the armor or something and <laughs> so they do they still do exist um but they they don't have to be there for you to worship them for sure in that way they kind of act as like a metaphor i guess yeah um so this type of chaos worship is the most common um, so where you give yourself to multiple gods. Um, uh, and this could also include giving yourself to... a rough to, night. <laughs> <laughs> this, this could also include giving yourself to lesser entities of the warp. It's not just limited to the four major chaos gods. Yes. But in yeah. this category, you do at least worship one of the one four. One of the main, yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. And then it could be a lesser entity or whatever. Yeah. Um, Serving chaos in this way grants you the mark of chaos undivided, an eight-pointed star, uh, a sign that you have devoted your life to chaos. Yeah, it it's a little odd. On Lexicanum itself, it states that you have to worship all four gods to earn this mark. I don't think I fully agree with that statement. I mean, if you chose to worship infinite number of demons in the warp and you abandoned yeah. the four well, how is that still not the exact same sure. thing i heard if you guys got a thousand new patreon subscribers mm -hmm. mark would tattoo the, the chaos, mark of chaos on, the on his forehead, forehead. <laughs> and don't on my make ass. that prank. <laughs> well that's a fine one but Both. the forehead Both. is a little <laughs> yikes <laughs> prominent I don't think you actually want that. Are you devoted or not? <laughs> no, not that devoted. I'm a I'm ass I'm tattoo. A I'm ass tattoo devoted. I'm not forehead. I'll devoted. wear a keychain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll wear a shirt that has it on it. You know. I worship chaos. <laughs> Undivided. I am undividedly worshiping chaos. How would you portray that through a t-shirt? <laughs> People would just think you're. They, they would immediately pronounce it wrong and say chaos undivided. 
They don't know the Swine. the primordial. But that's how you truth. know they're not real followers. That's yeah. true. <laughs> so you separate the posers from the. <laughs> so so serving gods in this way is the one way to earn the mark of chaos un, undivided. Struggling. <laughs> um, but to try to appease so many different gods often means that the gods themselves just overlook you because yeah. you're not trying to get any one particular's attention enough. Or even if you do, they look at you and see that, oh, you also worship Slanesh and you yeah. also worship Galgachuber. Or like, why would I bother? <laughs> you know, like that name was. Too quick. Too quick. Well, <laughs> we were when we were doing this episode, we named like a random god and I called it Galganesh. And that's what we called like the unknown god oh, forever. We just called it Galganesh while we were arguing over these notes. Um, but anyways, um, so it, it's hard to earn the, the true favor of these gods when yeah. you're trying to divide your worship. Yeah. And, and they will overlook you. Absolutely, yeah. In fact, there's only one person ever who has actually attained true favor of all the four main gods. And yeah. that's, well, I guess Horus first and then yeah. Abaddon. But Horus didn't really do anything to earn it. It was kind of bestowed Given, upon yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good distinction. Whereas yeah, yeah. Abaddon yeah. actually went through each to each of these gods and said, I will earn your favor. What do I do? And he performed yeah. tasks for them. Sure. Sure, sure. So I think Abaddon is a Abaddon is a much truer follower it's of Abaddon. It's t it's Abaddon. It's not Abaddon. It is Abaddon. Nobody Abaddon. says it Abaddon. Oh, Games Workshop yes. says it Abaddon. Games Workshop is wrong. <laughs> Abaddon is a, a demon who goes much further back than Games Workshop. No, and I've never heard trying it pronounced to separate it. Abaddon. No, even in because uh, it comes from uh, Judaism. Yes. Yeah. The it, it is pronounced Abaddon. It's actually a V sound of Abaddon. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Games Workshop claimed it's Abaddon. So. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, like that's the anglicized version. Yeah, I mean, but they could have called it Abaddon. They could I know. Have I like it Abaddon. Abaddon. I personally say Abaddon. I say I, Abaddon it too. Sounds cooler, but yeah. it is Abaddon in English. I would but, never let his name sully my tongue. You <laughs> filthy fucking traitor! You call him the Despoiler, War Master of Chaos. I don't acknowledge King his to Come, rule. the Red King, the True King. What do you call him? <laughs> what do you? I don't acknowledge him. <laughs> Abaddon, Lord and Savior. <laughs> Hi, have you? I'm gonna ring doorbells and yeah. With the, once we have the tattoos <laughs> on our foreheads, we'll walk around, hand out pamphlets of the Liber Null. <laughs> um, but anyways, Abaddon just dropped an album last year. By the way, it's called uh, Fours and Lords. Uh, okay, is that no. a metal band? Yeah, of course, uh, okay. every, every single proper noun. In this entire note section, <laughs> is a black metal band. Uh, so yeah, he he is the only one who's ever actually yeah. earned chaos in chaos undivided's favor from yeah. all four gods. Yeah, so, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, the more I learn about him, the more I actually come to respect like what he's done. You gotta read uh, Talent of Horse. Yeah. He's one bad dude. Yeah. One bad dude. So so that's the first way. Yeah, that's dude. the first a way to kind of serve <laughs> oh. un undivided. It's to worship a chaos god at more than one. More than one yeah. chaos god. Ideally, yes. you worship the big four. But yeah. sometimes you can worship three. Because sure. screw that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody um, really likes anthrax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who's anthrax in this metaphor? Is that the, oh, the, the, <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like Slanesh. <laughs> yeah. It's corn. 
I guess Worshiping Anthrax would a lesser be entity. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> would be. Worshiping a lesser entity in the warp. That's the next way to be uh, under the okay, undivided so, banner. Okay. Anthrax is Nurgle. <laughs> <laughs> Megadeth. I, is I'm not porn. gonna lie, Sam. I'm kind of done with the metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I can only handle so many death metals. <laughs> So, choosing to follow any other warp being than the Pantheon... Mark got to do the swimming pool analogy. <laughs> That's how I understand the world. <laughs> Through black metal bands. Black metal. <laughs> Those are thrash metal bands, the big four. <laughs> Sorry. How dare you? So, choosing to follow any other warp being than the Pantheon falls under worship of a lesser entity. So, whether that is literally like a bloodthirster or... it some other entity not even tied to a chaos god which is way more likely like the band testament that's <laughs> i don't agree i i don't agree either but it is i how is that not just the same thing as worshiping corn because if um, if scarbrand gets stronger i don't even have to make the benefits. metal analogy that's why he doesn't kill him it doesn't matter what scarbrand does corn benefits from his actions in the same way that worshiping scarbrand is just a different form but it's still just worshiping corn I don't know. That's how I see it. I I agree with you. Okay. But the notes say what but the notes say. That That's just not how Games Workshop views it. They they do view What's it. What's the example? I don't know. Oh. I thought Because I thought we settled on the fact that worshipping one of their demons was the same as worshipping them. I thought we settled on it. We <laughs> did. We did. GW, I don't think, sees it that way. That's not how they word it. So if you follow Scarbrand... Because yeah. well, that's you're technically example, not a follower of Corn, though, because yeah, Scarbrand he, yeah, he, like, is rejected by his own god. But yeah. he's not, though. But he is, though. No, but he's not. Corn left him alive because Scarbrand is... No matter what Scarbrand does, it's for Corn. How can, we've reached <laughs> an impasse. Your hand doesn't attack you, right? Like, maybe if you have some weird disease, it does. I don't know. But, like, the... How how can a part of you actively work against yourself? Have you not seen the movie Idle Hands? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Is that a metal band, the movie Idle Hands? No, it's actually nothing to do with metal. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Autoimmune disorder, okay, well, Eric? Let, I also let's, never, let's came, it. I never came across Games Workshop saying it was that way either. I thought we just... I thought we kind of... Naturally. Assumed that that was the case, and then we worked out that it wasn't. Like, so right here, just on Scarbrand's thing, he's one of the greatest champions of the Blood God. Like, of course, like, sure, he disobeyed, but, and he tried to rise up, but Korn knows, like, oh, it's way more beneficial to keep him alive because literally everything, everything he does, yeah. yeah, is still for me. I don't, yeah. Okay, well, re read that how you want to read that then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, so. I actually, I, I said with that. So, anyways, yeah. I, I do too. I do too. Yeah. So, if we well, all agree, I just don't understand what games were. Unless, how, yeah, where the Games Workshop makes that distinction? That's what I'm, I'm trying to find. Okay, it. so in this one, we're talking about lesser entities in the warp. Um, presumably, one's not tied to the pantheon, unless Mark finds something right here. So, just a random warp entity or being that exists outside of their influence. Uh, so, there's potentially millions, or even trillions, or even quintillions. Uh, of creatures that reside in the warp. I didn't know how anymore. <laughs> Any more numbers? <laughs> yeah, that was as high <laughs> as I go. Uh, so there's innumerable numbers of these other beings that exist in the warp, and many of them will most likely wish to engage mortal races in their lives uh, because 
the closer they are to whatever's happening in reality, the bigger the worship that they feel, right? So, um, so this relationship between God, in air quotes, uh, and follower is most likely similar to that of the pantheon gods, uh, but the boons or required sacrifices or acts would change depending on the worshipped entity itself. So in the same way that, um, you know, I'm a follower of corn and I follow his tenets and I perform the actions that he requires for his worship, which is blood spilling and the sacrifice of innocence or, or whatever skull it is. Taking yeah, skull taking. Yeah, you know, taking the heads of my enemies and bleaching their skulls. You know, like that's that would that's be something corn nice. requires. But there's going to be other entities that all require different acts. And that's kind of the main thing we're getting at here is that your worship to chaos is kind of dependent on the being that you've chosen to worship sure yeah and then it's your acts and servitude and sacrifices are going to change depending on blood is a blood is a really common theme yeah but it doesn't mean it's the only way yeah so if you're worshiping chaos undivided yeah does that mean you have to like do a whole bunch of different random forms of worship like that would be my understanding yeah yeah Yeah. for sure so you would like have to learn all the rituals and ceremonies for like each yeah, if you're like God. whichever one you want to worship in that time. moment, yeah, you'd yeah. you'd make sure you know the proper rites and stuff for yeah. them. Yeah. Is point two good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So the final way, uh, using power of chaos as a means to your own end, this is the third way to be classified as chaos undivided. Um so as a follower of chaos undivided is to not give worship to any warp being at all this type of chaos follower instead rejects the shackles that have come with devoting themselves to a god and uses the power and influence of the warp for their own gain and goals. Yeah, so these ones, they see the power that the warp has. They're trying to get as much of that power for themselves without giving themselves to chaos. Because, yeah, as soon as you, you know, become a follower of Chinch, he is going to demand things from you. You're going to have to start doing things specific ways if you want more and more favor. But these are trying to get away with getting as much power from the warp without actually giving themselves to the warp. Yeah. In a way, Abaddon almost falls into that category. In a way. Because he's also trying to master chaos. Yeah, no, he, no, he 100% chaos. does fall into this category. Yeah. He has turned down demonhood. Um, yeah, he, down any one god. Yep. Like yeah. allegiance. Yeah. Yep. His is a little different, I think particularly because he does entreat the actual beings themselves Mm -hmm. and he's more than willing to perform actions for them to gain their favor. I think he's just a master of playing one God against the other. Mm. I think that's what it's described with him is that, you know, no one God has claim on him because he constantly evades them by going to the next God. Mm. Um, So then someone in this category would be, this is someone who more uses chaos, but doesn't, choose to like I try and earn of my favor. planet so i learn like whatever spells i need and, and treat whatever demons i need to control yeah whatever magic powers i want exactly sure. yeah but, but i'm not like looking to devote my world to the worship of no it's it's exactly that it's it's gaining as much power as possible without trying to put anything above you right. and and i think abaddon really has put the chaos gods he understands that they are more powerful than him and he, do, he, he does also, bend them like he, also, he bends to right. them he 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 but not he looks to master them too like definitely he's i don't i think he realizes that's an impossible goal 
maybe, but maybe if he can use all their influence against each other. I don't know. It's, yeah, what but if he dies, where does he go? <laughs> yeah, the soul that, gets that ripped good... in four different directions. <laughs> it's very possible, right? That yeah. he'll probably just be reborn. Like the gods do have the ability to grant their followers like resurrection, which is Karma. why the emperor absolutely eradicated Horus's soul. Sure, you don't want that guy coming back. Coming back. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of wiggle room in some of these things. Oh, yes. And you, it's hard yeah. to try and put, put someone in a, a box. box. Yeah, it, it's yeah. almost impossible. And yeah. and the, yeah, it, it's kind of just like, oh, in that moment, they were more of this follower of Undivided. In that moment, they're more of this kind. So yeah. there doesn't have to be any one way, Yeah, I think. Having said that, we did put some people into some boxes box. we so did yes, yeah, yeah haven't said that uh so we we did end up choosing three war bands or legions or whatever they are in their current state that best describe each one of these ways to follow that we God. felt they that were we felt sure yeah uh so the first one was worshiping two or more of the four chaos gods so naturally we chose word bearers yeah the so, classic mm-hmm. the, the first astartes to ever worship chaos pretty much yeah. So, it, so what what two or more chaos gods would you guys they serve all be, four. be down oh, to clown oh, with? Us. Personally. Oh, us personally. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to go undivided? Uh, Slanish is always in there for me. I like the excess. I like tricking people. That's I what just, I'm doing with the Lorehammer listeners. <laughs> I just have a lot of respect and for... And I mean, Warhammer's enough of a sausage fest already, isn't it? <laughs> Get some ladies in there. I have a lot of respect for Abad and, and his uh, refusal to kind of accept like the chain of any one god and instead has kept his perceived freedom as it is. So I think if I was going to try and do it, I'd, go, I'd, I'd try and do a very similar route. Would I survive no <laughs> but for That's the nice. for the first two seconds either, though so it's fine for the first two seconds of me trying to serve like worship chaos undivided it would be <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> okay so word bearers yeah the 17th astartes legion created by the emperor their primarch logar uh, was raised on a planet where religion was the currency. Because of this mindset that Logar brought to his legion, the word bearers have been fanatical and uh, religious bunch. The first uh, being they deemed worthy of praise was the emperor himself, although the emperor was not a big fan of this and actually chastised them for their beliefs. R.I.P. Monarchia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about that before, so we're not going to get super into it. Um, this turned Logar and his legion to start looking for other beings worthy of uh, their praise, leading him to the chaos gods. You must feel so rejected when, you know... The being you worship. It yeah. says, yeah. like, <laughs> hit the well, bricks. Yeah, <laughs> Erebus... I don't need your worship. Uh, uh, Erebus allegedly knew about the primordial truth um, from very early on. Uh, sure, like, their whole planet is, like, this super religious planet. They, yeah. They had to have had texts on... Um, the Libernal. The Libernal. <laughs> yeah, but it, this and was like the, <laughs> this was the point where he was confident that I can tell Lorgar about this now. Exactly. And I can, I can give him beings that are truly worthy of his, you know, devotion. Cause the emperor has obviously denied any of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So since the discovery of the chaos gods, since their discovery of the entities in the warp, the warp bearers have become the, archetypal way to serve chaos undivided the first way yeah 
Uh, they believe that each entity in the warp is worthy of praise and sacrifice. Some warp bearers will even look down on other mortals who only serve one of the chaos gods. Um, you actually see that kind of often. Everyone believes that what they're doing is the best oh, way. Sure. It's pretty funny, that's, actually. That's, yeah, that's... Yeah. They're like, how, how could you possibly think that yours <laughs> is the right way? Mine is. <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's human nature. But I yeah, think. they... You've they got a dance constantly around the equator of a planet like nurgle's <laughs> followers <laughs> yeah they like the word bearers are the true like they give everything that they can to chaos yeah. and it's a true worship and devotion yeah. type thing it's not it's not a mathematical equation for them it's not a scientific you it's know pro- process yeah, it's they truly believe that these beings deserve worship yeah. and they offer everything and anything that they possibly can. Yeah. So they spend a lot of time watching uh the Dark Knight and the Joker. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Is that how they spend their time? <laughs> I think they cut bodies up in their spare time personally. <laughs> you can do both. You can do both. You have it playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Though their worship and serving takes many different shapes. Um each entity in the warp having their own preferred ways of being worshipped. So, you know, they don't have just one ritual that they do. They do fucking everything. Oh, yeah, they'll do anything. Yeah. For lesser deities, for um, demons, for chaos gods. They do it for everything. Unknown, unnamed. Sure, exactly. any Any kind of thing that they feel is like a presence in the warp, I see them trying to communicate and, and elevating. And they'll yeah. entreat it. And yeah. Yeah. That's actually interesting, too, because... Oh, crap, I just lost my train of thought. Nice. Uh, it's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's the word bearers. They just worship everything. They worship everything they can find. Yeah, right. So like even like minor demons and stuff, and then they'll like think someone's like blessed or anointed if they like manifest demonic energy, right? Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a corn one. It could be like a fury inhabiting your body. It actually yeah. makes me wonder, is there any idea that you can create your own like chaos beings or entities because they are essentially creations of mortals in the first place, right? So could you could you not then intentionally create you, some kind of the amount of energy that you would actually need is just too much. So like, like it's on the scale of an entire species. Yeah, yeah. It seems so over, theory, it seems over to me that millions of years. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because I'm like, don't they kill that many people regularly? on the regular <laughs> Warhammer 40k? So. The way core Nurgle... That's like an average about, Tuesday. <laughs> wiping out a species. It's a little blurry and it's been retconned, but we do have, like, with Slanish, we have a very... Clear picture. Clear picture. It literally took uh, place over thousands of years. Millions, even. Who knows how long their slope into this sure. thing was, you know? Like, we... His... The birthing pains of Slanesh were 5,000 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's not the yeah, creation yeah. of Slanesh. Sure, sure, absolutely. It took how much longer to actually yeah, yeah. create That's this. when it actually started to gain, like, yeah, consciousness and start... Yeah. So, that, so, yeah, like, a whole... The whole Eldar Rage, which is super psychic, it still took them thousands, potentially millions of years to create a god, so... Nurgle was... Do you know in like the Imperium's calendar when that was? was so it- okay, they they say that Nurgle, Zinch, and Slanesh were, or Nurgle, Sleech, and Gorn were all born during the medieval times because Nerg- of yeah. to Earth. But that's such baloney. There's no way in hell that that's true. And if any yeah. author, that's took- what I was thinking when I was I was reading yeah. that. I yeah. was like, that's. If any author took the time to update that, it would be drastically changed. Yeah. I hope for the better because that's honestly one of the worst pieces of canon yeah. in 40k lore is the that being the creation of the gods yeah 
So I, I, it blows my mind that it's still canon after all the releases they've done. Especially because Nurgle spelled with an A-L is a god from Mesopotamia in like 2000 BC. So even that's totally inaccurate. Earth. Earth. (laughs) And then they, they give, they give Nurgle all these flies in the, in the gardens of Nurgle, right? But that's, (laughs) that's even wrong because Nurgle didn't have the flies. It was Pazuzu, (laughs) who was from the Mesopotamian pantheon. Uh Uh-huh. And he's the demon from the exorcist. (laughs) Yikes. It's all wrong. <laughs> um, and The Exorcist is a great death metal band. <laughs> or a great uh, <laughs> album by the band Possessed. Um, <laughs> on the note of also Chaos Undivided, there are also demons that predate the gods. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in theory, you could worship one of those demons. Yes. And, you know, yep. be undivided. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, so... The, the second main way you follow Chaos Undivided is... Where's my note part here? That was uh, to worshiping worship a an, lesser entity. Yeah, worshiping a Sorry, lesser entity. The Exorcist was just a song on <laughs> by Possessed. Thank God. You Sam know, thank you're going to get hate mail yeah, from all the actual fans. At least you corrected yourself. From all the Possessed so. fans. <laughs> so for, for this one, Serving a Lesser Entity, we chose the Sons of Malice. Uh, the original name of the Sons of Malice has been lost to time as the knowledge as has the knowledge of their founding. They were created to watch over a sector in space around the Eye of Terror. After a sad misunderstanding, they ritually sacrificed an Ordo Hereticus Inquisitor and were declared ex, uh, excommunicatus traitoris. Sad. It's just a small misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. You sacrifice one wrong person and now you're on the It's actually kind of crazy. Um, so... Many space marines engage in like cannibalistic acts, whether it's yeah. blood drinking or eating like the brains or even just the regular flesh yeah. of their enemies or friends or who knows. <laughs> but they, it's it's a really fallen hero. Yeah, it's a really do. common theme is yeah. cannibalism in in space marines. Um, so they were performing one of their rituals, one of their <laughs> rituals uh, with cannibalism, and this Ordo Hereticus Inquisitor uh, apparently was very unfamiliar with that being pretty common with space marines. He wasn't okay with the eating of the flesh. Yeah, so she sees it, and she loses her mind, and she's like, oh my gosh, you need to stop this right now, like right in the thrall of their um, feasting. Of their feasting. <laughs> yeah, but they almost describe it as... interrupt us. It, it almost sounds like they're, it's like a ritual to them, and they kind of entered some frenzy or whatever. I, I actually really like how they describe it. But anyways, so she goes literally in the middle of all these space marines and their brotherhood, and she tries to stop, like, the chapter master, <laughs> literally him, as he's eating this flesh and performing the ceremony. That's not going to end just well. rude. And he gets so upset that he just puts her down right there, <laughs> rips open her body, and just sacrifices it. Eats her out in a completely it's different just... way than that normally means. That's not. Don't like that. How would you say it? <laughs> How would you? Ritual sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> ritual killing ah not ritualizing religious freedom <laughs> uh but anyways 
Yeah, that was the sad misunderstanding. Is she just? It came from a place of ignorance on her part. <laughs> so you better know what you're stepping into if you're going down to a space marine home world. You better at least have good table manners, because walking up to some dude as he's like trying as to put his, his hand steak in, a, yeah, his as he's literally cutting someone apart to eat them. Um, but anyways, so they were declared excommunicados tratoris just because of that. Yeah. And so they then declare themselves enemies of both the Imperium of Man as well as the forces of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they they were declared enemies by the Imperium, but they still, like, they didn't think so. Yeah. So they're like, fine. Like, Just we'll... ate one Inquisitor guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. It was a single Inquisitor. There's more Ordo Hereticus Inquisitors than there are Space Marines. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, so they... It's crazy. They view themselves as being enemies of chaos at the same time that they swore themselves to chaos. Yeah. So there's like those opposing views that they hold and they they feel that they're honoring both of them, that yeah. they swear to Malice, who is called sometimes the god of chaos or mm-hmm. the outcast god or so like the behind like he's not he's not allowed in the pantheon. And there's been a lot of retconning around yeah. him. So it's kind of hard to, to peg him down. Yeah. But do you want to just what mention well no i just mentioned the fact that like they seem to view themselves as following a single chaos entity while denying all of the other chaos and denying the imperium so this falls under the fact that it's a lesser entity of the warp because it's not a member of the pantheon yeah and they've chosen to sacrifice and perform rituals in malice's name while at the same time fighting chaos it just it's an odd truth to kind of hold in your head at the same time chaos against itself but it, that's not what he, malice is malice is not chaos against itself it's just chaos but that's yeah. where he came out of no he did like, like historically like in real life like the author sure created. but malice as it exists in the story Currently. is not against chaos just his followers i think that no it's just again it's just pure chaos like, yeah it's like just, chaos like can true, fight itself true chaos. yeah but chaos will fight itself just as much as it fights the other thing yeah. you know it's not it's not actively trying to destroy chaos it's just trying to sow chaos yeah exactly whether that's literally planting a flower on a planet absolutely this crazy invasive species absolutely that that takes over an entire planet yeah or or killing other traders to cause more chaos in their ranks it's anything or butterfly flapping its wings yeah (laughs) on one side of the galaxy yeah they're they're much they're much more the standard chaos than anything else but i don't they're not actively against Malice isn't actively against chaos. Malice is just looking out for himself. Chaos for chaos's sake. Yeah. I don't know what they originally intended, but that's what it is now. Okay. Night Lords are the next one we chose uh, to represent using chaos for your own gain. While denying chaos the right to your soul. Yeah. I think I read the novel of this when I was like yeah? 16. That would have been a pretty you crazy novel. You did because novel. I stole the book from you. Oh, that's where it went. <laughs> ah, everyone's just stealing books. It's a good book. So uh, a little understanding of what the Night Lords are and how they came to be. So the Night Haunter terrorized the planet of Nostromo for years as a vigilante. And under his rule, there had been no crime because everyone was too scared of him. And this is the Primarch, Conrad Kurz. Yeah. So eventually, the emperor appeared at the head of a bunch of his armies, um, and Kurz, who had been having visions and having some sort of psychic awakening, but suppressing it at the same time, he r- recognized who the emperor was right away, yeah. and he he left with him. Yeah. So he's placed at the head of his legion, 
and he brought to them his rule of fear. Yeah. Um, and they embraced his philosophies. I, I think even before then, though, all the legions still bore some weird um, similarity to their primarchs, right? Like, is, isn't is it kind of described that way, or am I just projecting there? It, it really depends on the legion. Like, some of them, like uh, Thousand Sons, definitely were very similar to, like, their their prospero brethren okay um but other ones like they they always talk about terran born okay you're definitely and, right yeah so i remember I, luna wolves there's the there was they had a real big difference between chthonians yeah. and terrans yeah. okay maybe the, i'm just projecting it, it, it depends on the legion really it, i see could do you know about the light horde the night lords was that is it like a common was fear something that they no, used I don't even think it before? Was before not before no, no. Okay. and then even as the heresy progressed they actually changed the recruitment pool which yeah. then like it became from nostromo and became what criminals yes yeah. specifically specifically take criminals. well actually they were given them it wasn't a take okay well either way like the the, the recruitment their pool recruitment shifted yeah. Yeah. okay to yeah. the point where then like it became a self-fulfilling prophecy okay yeah. Which is kind of his old thing. Night Hunter saying is a self fulfilling prophecy. It's poetic. It rhymes. Is it poetic? <laughs> Does it rhyme? <laughs> is it a thing? <laughs> Anyways, so at some point, you know, he's placed at the head of his legion and he brings this vigilanteism and this like rule of fear to them and they embrace yeah. it as, yeah. as all legions did when their Primarch came. They embraced yeah. the changes. Um, and so they began to emulate him and reproduce what he's doing on the battlefield. Yeah. So they turned fear and terror into a weapon, and they used it very effectively yeah. during the Great Crusade. Like, they're an absolutely terrifying yeah. army. Like, the way they look is horrendous, and yeah, it's it's the stuff of nightmares. They utilized fear on purpose. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, their intention. Like, even when they were good guys, they were still bad guys. Like, they, they were, were using always... fear tactics. Yeah. And terrorizing Flaying the population and, like they were always doing crazy things um while they are enemies of the imperium because eventually they do fall fully to chaos well not fall because they use it again they kind of slide into chaos yeah, yeah <laughs> they slide into it while they're enemies of the imperium and allies of the forces of chaos they do not worship any of the chaos gods instead they view those that do as weak and petulant they scorn those who choose to shackle themselves to a god and only embrace temporal or material power. One of their goals is to spread chaos through terror and fear throughout the galaxy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what they like to do. Um, they like to use warp powers. They like to summon a bunch of demons just to cause fear, but they don't they don't care about the demons. They don't. It's not there. Yeah, they're not trying to further one of the gods' goals no. in the great game. No. They're not trying to uh, use their material influence to benefit a god specifically in the warp. Yeah. But, uh, and, and even the ones that do, they see them as, like, weak. Yeah, yeah, You know, exactly. it, why would you rely upon the power of something else yeah. when you should be the pinnacle? You should be the one inspiring fear and terror and not yeah. the other way around, so... Yeah. Quick correction: They had always recruited from prisons, including Tar really. Tarantino. Oh, I thought it yeah. was only when he left. That yeah, I thought so too. Uh, they, but they did. It does say that they did adapt the Night Hunters' philosophies quickly. So whatever yeah. they were before may not necessarily have been what okay. they became after. Sure. We don't know a lot about pre-Heresy Legions. No, they're being released like with each rule book from the Horus Heresy series from Forge World. So hmm. who, knows? who knows? Very cool. But yeah, that's that's our example of some group of people that do not worship any god but instead use chaos for their own exactly means. yeah it, it 
it's crazy how chaos undivided can be taken so many different ways like this like all no, three of these only eight directions <laughs> <laughs> all, all three of these exactly are, eight <laughs> are, are very different in the way they are yeah, and the worship would look and what's required of you and yep. the boons you could potentially get like yeah like worshiping I, like sons of malice like your boons are weak compared to a follower a champion of corn like you, you're you're not being given demon wings, and you're not ascending, you know, to his court or whatever. I think you just get crazy fucking boons that you did not ask for and did not want. Like In turning what? To a spawn? Yeah, for yeah. for worshiping Malal or Malice, you'd get crazy boons. Because it's, like, it's just chaos. It's just chaos boot. Yeah, where you get like with corn, six you get, testicles. Yeah, you get this badass demon sword or whatever. But with him, yeah, you get six testicles. Yeah, but chaos. That's what I'm saying. You're really fertile now. Yeah. But that's what, that's yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, a, it, yeah. The boons are it's, – it's a much straighter path when you follow yeah. along the same path that yeah, hundreds of millions of billions of people have gone before you down yeah. this path, right? So you know the right things to do. You know what you have, um, what sacrifices you have to make to earn this favor. Yeah. But worshiping a lesser entity, it kind of changes the game for you. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. Or even rejecting it. Like yeah. The night lords. Yeah. Yeah, and then I wasn't the, gonna say the it. other option, but but or like the iron hands. Oh great. Or not Perfect. iron hands. Yeah. Iron warriors. Well, yeah, like many Porto other Rabo. examples. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, they specifically like when they get touched by the yeah, work, yeah. they cut off the mutations and replace it bionics because they don't want that taint, right? That's sure. how yeah. anti warp. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm just saying it's a it's a broad range. I, I'm agreeing with there's you. all there's <laughs> other ones that wow. kind of don't fit into any one category as well. I like Thousand Sons because as much as they are hundred percent worshippers of Zinch, there are large factions of Thousand Sons that hate Zinch yeah. and actually despise Magnus and Zinch and actively work against them even. Yeah. So there's but and like those ones would be in the third category, you know, there's psychers and worshippers of chaos who are using it for their own gains. Yeah. But at the same time, Zinch for some reason has a claim on them. I think that's so. a good example too of exactly that. They've already started on the path, so now they're owned, right? So even if you're mad that you like, oh you betrayed me, Chaos yeah. God, they own your soul. You know, it's kind of like the devil I don't know what story it is whenever he like faust yes exactly yeah. <laughs> that sounds made up but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing we're going to talk about is um demonhood and how to attain demonhood when you're chaos undivided step one do the demon dance, <laughs> do the demon dance. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty much the same as the Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Just the lyrics are a little bit. <laughs> They're in Latin. <laughs> so being a demon prince of Chaos Undivided is incredibly rare for a number of reasons. Um, the big one is if you worship all four Chaos Gods, chances are good none of them are actually going to give you any of their favor. It's, yeah. You have to be an outstanding individual. You um, really, yeah. Like there's, It's not every day. I mean, maybe it is every day, but in a galaxy of untold billions yeah you know like it's not a common occurrence no um yeah it, there's only a handful out there and half of them are primarchs and then the other ones are space marines no the other ones um are super old and ancient like isn't Genghis khan one Genghis khan yeah undivided uh, i thought or maybe he's one of corn Jengis, oh, I oh, sorry, I know I, you're talking about Doom Breed, 
but yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 right. But he is born. Never yeah, mind. yeah. Sorry, carry on. Um, yeah, like honestly, I think there's only one undivided demon prince, and that's Bellacor. Other than for the Primarchs, it's like. So what? We'll get into it. We'll get into, <laughs> it. We'll get into this here. Um, so the first thing, yeah, if if you worship all four of them, chances are good they're not going to give you any power. Uh, another reason why it, they're incredibly rare, minor entities might not have enough power to transform you into demonhood. So if you're worshipping, what did you call them, Gilgalesh or whatever? Yeah, Gilgalesh. It doesn't have enough power to actually transform you into a demon prince. So that's another reason why they're rare. And the third one is demonhood just might not be your goal if you're worshipping undivided. If you're going undivided and you're like a night lord, demonhood is not your goal. Yeah. You're not, you don't want to be a pawn. You don't want to be subjugated to chaos. Yeah. And there's benefits and drawbacks to becoming a demon prince, right? You become tied to the warp, so then you're bound by the rules of warp interaction with the material. Yeah. You just don't want that. Somebody so. knows your true name, then right. you're fine. They have control over you. Yeah, yeah exactly. They can it's, just, it's just not you. worth it. It's yeah, worth it. exactly. But you are immortal, right? Isn't but it's not worth it. <laughs> isn't that like the primary motivator for becoming a, a demon? It is a motivator. I think it's a big one. Yeah. 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 Just immortality. Yeah. The oldest desire <laughs> of a doomed species. Yeah. <laughs> so we we have three examples of demon princes of undivided, and uh, they fall back into those three categories, the worshipping two or more gods, the worshipping a lesser entity, and also using power of chaos as means to its own end. So the first one we're going to talk about is... <laughs> it's one of Nurgle's flies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Bellicor. So Bellicor is the Dark Master, the first Prince of Chaos, and one who heralds uh, the Conquerors. The Demon Prince of Chaos Undivided, he beholds uh, each of the Chaos Gods equally. Uh, Belcor has a little, uh, a little bit of jealousy, bitter jealousy, towards anyone who wins favor of the Dark Gods. As such, he is known to undermine the plans of uh, the Servants of Chaos. However, <laughs> he does believe to be or however what he believes to be his free will is just part of the rivalry between the chaos gods himself the fool is just yeah. another pawn so I, I think that's almost just everyone of bauer in yeah. the warp is just a pawn yeah so but yeah like he actually has gotten all f like all four chaos gods turned him into this demon prince which is really? incredibly rare do we know what he was before uh, no, no, he's like millions of years old. Like, but uh, apparently, he's the first mortal ever elevated yeah. to demonhood. Yeah, hmm. so it could be. I like to think that they did it in their infancy when the great game wasn't nearly as prominent now, or they weren't nearly also, as powerful. Okay, sure. so here we have some inconsistencies, though, because then if Slanesh yeah. is born later, yeah. then it wouldn't be all four gods unless he was born after Slanesh, but then we're farther in future yeah. humanity. Pick one. Pick I a lane. Th I would think that you Does could just use the like the the in in the warp time is non linear. So kind then of kind of goes back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Slanesh has well, always an, existed. Exactly. I think an aspect of Slanesh has existed forever. Because I think that almost everything has a reflection in the warp, and I think it takes a long time for enough of these things to coalesce together and give it sentience in the manner that we know. Yeah, but then how doesn't nothing give you? Yeah, but it, it wouldn't be nothing, right? There would be some form of whatever Slanesh represented in the warp that did exist as soon as the first emotion I think of you're that just exists. Dancing around it. 
Well, no, I, then it could be I, any I, number of a million. Like I still, white, white slanesh, I still right? think it's wrong. Like I, I agree, I agree with you that it's ridiculous. But like I do like to think that these emotions and the reflections of these emotions have existed as soon as the first emotions existed. Sure. So hatred, you know, didn't only appear in the warp with corn. It's been yeah. there since hatred has been first held. Right? Sure. Maybe that was Korn's original form. Form. There are some, and like way. I said, and there, there might... are some demons. Like there's a demon of the first murder. There's a demon of the first weapon. Yeah. So like, and there might even and be... they sound corn related. There can still they... be hundreds of demons out there who require hatred and blood in order to sustain themselves. You know, not all of that has to go to sure. Korn but as so well. then again, why Slanash over yeah, all of those? I don't. Hundred. Like I think you know that's dumb too. There's like those German words that are like um, combinations of combinations <laughs> oh, yeah. of different emotions. Emotions and stuff. Do you think yeah. there's like? Uh, well, there's one for every chaos, German word. A chaos <laughs> demon for every German word. Even the German language sounds like chaos speech. Kaiser <laughs> yeah. Schlacht. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Belcor apparently all four chaos gods. However, that timeline worked out. They gave him the power. He's undivided. Got the power of the gods. One of the few. Carry on. Okay, uh, next we're going to talk about MCAR. So this is uh, when somebody has served a lesser entity. So MCAR the Reborn. During the Horus Heresy, uh, Moloch Carthio was a dark apostle to Hal Beloth, one of the word bearers commanded, commanders during the Battle of Kalth. So the whole Battle of Kalth, that's Ultramarine's first word bearers. I think uh, uh, world leaders were there too at some point whole big Horus Heresy battle wipes out a whole system. They Is look- that what kept the Ultramarines out of the soul system? No, because no. it's concluded after oh, okay. or before the Battle of Terra. I see, I yeah. see. Yeah. But the um, storm may be what delays it. I don't yeah. know. I stopped reading the they- Horus Heresy after book 40-something. It was like, they're dragging this out. You know what? I That's thought, fair. Yeah. yeah. But I know the storm delayed them. But Yeah. Yeah. Gone. But, uh, yeah, so it was a crazy battle. They blew up a sun, killed, like, hundreds of space marines, thousands or whatever, and a whole planet. Uh, so as a reward for his bloody deeds on Kalth, um, Moloch Kartho, uh, that's his name, yeah, 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 uh, who, who dies during this battle is actually reborn. Uh, so, yeah, yeah he, it, it sounds like he He's went into reborn. the warp. Yeah. And his soul at that moment, like, merged with a demonic entity by the name of Mkar and yeah. then this new being was created out of it yeah. who is Mkar and so that's <laughs> I actually really like that I like the idea that you know the is this Mkar this is yes <laughs> in a dreadnought was he in a dreadnought yeah that like this is the official artwork of him huh. isn't he it? just kind of wearing a dreadnought though? <laughs> now he's just wearing it <laughs> yeah I'm everything I believed so was a lie. Perturbed right now. I know it's like everything I've said. You just like quickly go to Google. Like you don't believe me. Like I don't <laughs> well, know all things. Like you're speaking okay. straight from the mouth of chaos. <laughs> Do you know the the picture of Drago with the demon head? Yeah. M car. Yeah. It is very much a bird head. Yeah. And that is not a bird head. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I know. You know. <laughs> We're finding so many plot inconsistencies with the warp. Who would have you thought? You know what? It's very possible that I th- thought that image was Mkar, and it's not. <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought he was a Zinchian demon, because that thing looks like a Lord yeah, of Change. Yeah. I mean, it looks kind of Jinchin. What? 
Am I wrong? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> all, all I know is he's got some nice abs. That's all I think I I'm I'm super. Are you fucking high, Eric? Right now, is that what's happening? <laughs> Pull out the piss kit. The I'll, piss kit. I'll <laughs> prove it. I'm stone cold sober. <laughs> huh? Okay. So as a reward, when he died, he went into the warp and he merged with uh, an entity called Mcar. We, as far as I could tell, I don't think he's related to any of the major four chaos gods. It sounds like he's just uh, some entity in the world. Yeah, it, it sounds like this kind of warp being gave up itself yeah. to merge and become something new. And yeah. I think just, you know, it, it might have just been a right place at the right time kind of scenario. Sure. You know, all this blood and sacrifice strengthens Mkar, which affords his ability to actually merge and, and keep this soul alive and yeah. then become something new with it. So, again, souls isn't a very well-defined thing in 40K. So <laughs> yeah, anytime. anytime we talk about it, it kind of uh, feels like I'm sh- shouting into space. It's nice. It's real it's nice. It's great. Are you, are you open to spoilers about what happens to Amkar? Where should we leave that for people to discover? Yeah, well, yeah, leave it to for people to discover. It's okay. fine. He's in a bunch of books. Yeah, he's a very yeah. He's a yeah. he's a fairly prominent. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's fine. He gets killed. He hmm. comes back. He gets killed. He comes back. I think at one point he gets killed and then he comes back. But and th- then he gets killed though. <laughs> Fuck! But I M- spoiled it. Mkar <laughs> is a demon prince, so that's a mortal who's elevated to demonhood. Yeah. but demons can be destroyed. They can also be loved. You ever tried that with a demon? No, I don't think you have. You. Why do you think they're so like into killing all yeah. all things and causing so much pain? We've never showed them kindness. <laughs> That's right. We've never. You know, there might be something them. to killing uh, demons with kindness. You know, I don't. I don't think he. Um, I don't think Meloc Cartho was in a dreadnought. So when I see the image, the quote under the Dreadnought image is, he's inhabiting the Dreadnought body of Ultramarine's venerable brother, Altarian. Yeah. So so he wasn't a Dreadnought. He's not a Dreadnought. He's just wearing a he's Dreadnought. He's just, yeah. Like, he's currently, <laughs> he is, yeah, he's sure, currently sure. in the body Sorry, of a the Dreadnought. No, I, I thought he was like literally. <laughs> yeah, like did he, he die as a mortal back. hero and then oh, he's yeah, like yeah. in a sarcophagus and then his mortal shell is suddenly mm. like bursting out. Yeah, and it mm. overtakes it in right. flesh yeah, and now yeah, it's yeah. like a flesh. I, that's what I thought it was. Sure, sure, but sure. No, no, no. He's just a regular demon who's living inside he's of a temporary. It is me, Brother Altarion. <laughs> Let me join the feasting, brothers. He walks oh, in, massive God. demon. <laughs> Anyways. That is something I always think about with giant characters like that is, how would you feed them? <laughs> you, just, you don't. You eat souls. And so. then what about, what about number two? He's <laughs> so much cleanup. <laughs> There's no way your average sewage system <laughs> can support this. Can support so, surprise. <laughs> so there's actually a it's kind of super unrelated but there's a blood angels dreadnought who he's so thirsty for blood that they've <laughs> modified his dreadnought so he can actually be fed blood <laughs> yeah. so he's, feeding so, he's so desperate for it that they allow him to actually slake his thirst <laughs> okay Glorious. he's literally bloodthirsty yes sir it's interesting yeah. So, and the the last thing, using the power of chaos as a means to its own end, that's Chaos Undivided, uh, we chose Abaddon the, the, the spoiler, because he has refused demonhood. Yeah, it's been it, offered to him. He I, wants to be his own man. I can't think of any other one that has denied the power of the gods and is as powerful as he is. Yeah. So I'm sure they're out there. That's big dick energy. Of right? course. Yeah. <laughs> 
The yeah, chances of it happening, I think, are slim, but of course it's out there. I just, I haven't heard of it, so. Yeah. Like, he's he's kind of in a league all on his own. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no mortal can match him. And the only people who could potentially... Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're going to speak for everyone in this room, actually. Oh. Sorry, Christian. The Puma, like, maybe, maybe, but definitely but not, not the Abaddon. Puma, but not Abaddon. Yeah. My God. But, uh, yeah, like, so he has had the opportunity, but he does not want to be shackled to um, to the warp, to chaos entities or whatever. So he just says no. Um, he's, like, polyamorous, you know? He's got... <laughs> He's got love for all down. the chaos demons. Yeah, sure. He's scared of commitment. <laughs> yeah. He's only he's committed to his war, and I just wanted him to be committed to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Is that your impression of Slanesh? <laughs> that was my impression of any of the chaos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They were that... manifesting through me, is what it was. Through those supple lips yeah. over there. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's Chaos Undivided. Um, Chaos Undivided, it covers a lot of different things. And uh, once again, this is like how the Imperium kind of classifies Chaos Undivided as well. Yeah. Oh, so, so personally, I don't really like the third category yep. as an actual identifier of Chaos Undivided. Yeah. No, I, I, I really think that's kind of a weird thing. I would just say, oh, they're just a, like anti-everything i don't know like, yeah i don't uh, maybe i'd come up with another name for it but i think chaos undivided. unitarians <laughs> I, I think and even but it's even, not what it sounds like <laughs> even those beings that worship just a single chaos god like sons of malice yeah i don't view those as chaos undivided yeah. either yeah you see them as worshipers i see of malice. i talked yes. with mark right before yeah. the episode about they that. they yeah. have chosen a singular entity to worship, to worship. and, and they should have their own classification yeah, yeah exactly it should just be uh, they're another follower of chaos it's just that the four gods are so prominent that the they kind of define everyone else. yeah exactly yeah. and if you're not part of them you're just lumped into this other group so yeah. i think chaos undivided should really be defined as worshiping more than one entity with the intention like on purpose you sure. know so yeah. I, I think that would be my actual definition so that what would you call these other two categories I well the other one like what do you call the word bear or what do you call world eaters that just worship corn what do you call them because Malal of corn yeah so then Slanesh or the sons yeah. of malice are just worshippers of malice oh okay I see what you're saying you know sure, like sure, sure, there's sure. no distinction to me they between, become their own category. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. just either you worship us you've chosen to worship a single yeah. chaos entity or you choose to worship chaos in its entirety sons of Galga, Galgamesh yeah sons of Galganesh Galgachuberdale yeah no I no, I, I agree I don't think two of those belong on chaos undivided it yeah. should just be that um yeah and even then, uh, even some black library authors are like kind of changing the way this whole uh, dynamic yeah works. Like uh, really, it used to be a thing where uh, you could have undivided demon princes. Now it's not a th- it's not a thing. Like in uh, one of Aaron Do you mean De- on tabletop, on tabletop and um, in lore. In one of the books, Aaron Dempsey Bowden was writing like more like yeah you can't really do that and like he's kind of explained it out like you the thing is you need to get power from someone but if you're worshiping all four gods who are you taking power from because if you you literally have to take power from all the gods equally because if you just take it from one now you're just 
that. You're that. Yeah. But they never, you'd be if if Corn is the one who ascended you, even though you worshipped all of them. You're yeah. just a demon prince of Corn. Exactly. So they are kind of reworking how the whole undivided part works. Um, because yeah, like undivided demon princess, it's not a thing. But what about we just talked about Bellacor? Bellacor, yeah. Yeah, he's an exception. It also like because like all four of them, all four of the gods were in their early stages. It's got to be one of those them. like early releases, you know, yeah. that they just and Bellacor haven't gone is back old. yet. Like Bellacor, Bellacor is very and old. exists in both Warhammer Fantasy, yeah. and in 40k. It's one of those crossover characters, which is odd, but yeah. So what what we said doesn't matter. This whole episode uh, doesn't matter yeah <laughs> we, the take the takeaway should we be, put a lot of our own spin yeah on this the takeaway should definitely be um we're all gonna go worship chaos now together undivided undecided we're gonna, re- we're gonna have a uh, Libra null reading group yeah exactly <laughs> it'd be interesting to read that book <laughs> it's knowledge for knowledge's sake guys <laughs> i want to kill easy things to, it's pretty <laughs> easy no, to get a pdf copy of it. i just want to know how to <laughs> That's how you, yeah, okay. <laughs> Mark just wanted to have orgies and Sam's just got COVID-19. <laughs> there we go. That's nice. But I'm happy about it because I worship Nurgle. That's nice. Accepted your lot in life. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of our episode. Before we actually say goodbye, though, what we want to do I'll is... I'll show you this picture of Abaddon. Oh, my God. Can you you're just so find a... Better pictures, man. I can't believe it. Can you make slideshows anymore? I think it's, it's awesome now. It's just a, <laughs> in my opinion, it's just a meme. He's just going out of his way to get yeah. like the most pixelated <laughs> images. What are you talking about? That is as crisp as a morning dew. <laughs> when was the last time you ever went and looked at morning dew? <laughs> morning sewage is what that is (laughs) um but what i want to do is i want to we're going to take this time to thank all of our new patrons yeah um to our imperial tithe oh thank you so uh thank you jesse jack jason shadowblade brian andrew anthony devin chris chad russell mr taco claw cassandra layton dan ashley sebastian Yikes! <laughs> say, it. say it. it. The Pussy Destroyer six six six. Ol Martin, Adam, uh, Carl, Spamuel, Ashgir. Pussy Destroyer six six six. Really liked my metal bits, guys. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, Matthew, Jack, Chris, my or me? I don't know. Uh, Riley, Texas Red. Caleb, Guardsman67, Brody, and Oscari. Yeah. You know, thank you so much, thank you, thank guys, you. for contributing. That's incredible. Uh, we hope that you're enjoying seeing our misshapen bodies. and <laughs> Lumpin. I prefer the term <laughs> so lumpen. Get off my lumps. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Adventure Time for the oh, first yeah. time. And uh, hands down, best character is Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> Everybody's trying to get my lumps. <laughs> uh, have you guys not seen Adventure no. Time? Oh, I'm surprised. I haven't heard that one. I'm surprised. Uh, Mark hadn't seen it either. It just—it seemed exactly up your guys' alley. I don't know. I could dabble, but we'll see. Anyways, uh, thank you to our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much. Go become, support the show. Yeah. Um, Be a part of it. You know, join our community. Go buy a Liber Malleus Marine. Yeah, definitely buy a Liber Malleus Marine. That would be awesome. Three of them. Just buy the whole company. Just buy the whole company. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you have life savings? That's what you want to invest. Uh, Anyways, thank you guys, and uh, see you on the next episode. Yeah. Bye.
thank you. Here we go. Bring Hail us Satan. home. Hail Satan. Bring us out. What? No, what it's I'm doing it for science. <laughs> Hail Satan. <laughs> that is without a doubt one of the best moments in Futurama <laughs> when they're bringing Bender back from the dead. <laughs> this looks like a pentagram. No, it's science. <laughs> now I have to go watch that oh again. Oh, my God. Uh. All right. So have you brought us out? Are we done yeah, this no, episode? Yeah, no, it's done. <laughs> We're done. Okay. I stopped recording like 10 minutes ago. Son of a bitch. Okay. Well, that's nice. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. <laughs>